Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you'll have to edit this out, but listeners might have to hear me tie my shirt into like a weird Daisy Duke or just take it off completely because I am. The heat of the microphone is melting my uh, my will to live right now. California's God. a hot one today. The uh, so you're gonna turn your t-shirt into a pair of short shorts. Pair of what? I'm already wearing. Sorry, I'm already wearing a shirt that shirt says underwear. Wait, no. What's the, what's the thing where you, I guess it would just be like. See, I'm not wise. Yeah, is there a name for that where you, where you, you do the make top your t-shirt? That's, like that's the Bow Duke. The Bow Duke? Oh, that's oh, the Bow Duke. Yes. Or is that Sorry. the Enus? It's one of those. The booby shirt the I was going to do, we're yes. doing something with an Enus. Modern Enus. Now that is brave. If you are an Enus in modern times. Like they they weren't even allowed yeah. to say the word penis in public in uh, in olden times. So <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Enus and it's penis and anus at the same time. Like that's, <laughs> Oh, wow. One would be bad that's enough, filthy. but it's both. These are, <laughs> these are my children. <laughs> these are my children's Enos and Ussie. <laughs> Gentlemen, I was reading an article the other day, and now uh, this was from the lamestream media. But, but before I was wiping my butt with it, uh, I, I caught something that I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll give it to you, lamestream media. Uh, okay. Lamestream media won, uh, everyone else a billion, but you're on the board. Mm-hmm. You're on the board. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a uh, tough affair. The author of this uh, made-up article was saying that there actually exist flaws Within the American justice system, and now look, no, my first in- no, whoa, yeah. no, whoa, yeah, hold on, say no, hold don't on, you tread on I, me, you. Grant, it was my same reaction. My same reaction. I feel like you're treading. It felt like a tread, but looked into it. Turns out there is one flaw, only one, mm-hmm. only one. Now there's a lot of a lot of people suggesting that there's like you know racial biases or that like rich people can buy themselves out of trouble or that the crimes committed by the desperate poor are somehow punished more than the the crimes committed by evil rich people no 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 no. that's none of that is true as it turns out Mm. it's not true the one and only one flaw in the american justice system is that court cases only have two outcomes guilty or not guilty uh, What's that man, about a case being thrown out? Or no, no, no. Those don't exist. There are no, there are no edge cases. Guilty or not guilty. Those are the only two options, and that's wrong. And Matt, I'm sure you were on a jury recently. I'm sure you got into that jury room and you were like, guilty or not guilty. These are the only options. What? I was flipping through the paperwork. Like, wait, wait yeah, I'm holding it up to upside mm-hmm. down, and I went, <laughs> I went and asked the ju- like, we, I wrote a note back to the judge. I was like, where's the book with all the other options? Uh, you forgot to give it to us. Mm-hmm. I had the, yeah. uh, I had the popular science that was talking about uh, quantum, uh, the quantum <laughs> court, uh, and uh, at the end, I was like, wait, it's not made yet. We're not there yet. We're still using this binary court system. We're still using this old antiquated system. They've been, what is this, the freaking Middle Ages? Yeah. It's not. It's what not is the this Middle a, Ages. Is this a clock that doesn't have beer 30 written on it? Come on. <laughs> kind of antiquated bullshit is this? What we need is a new system. And it just so happens. I have come up with such a system. Oh. You're welcome. And because of this system, because it's perfect, we've already solved the issue 
uh, and there's really no need to test it. So we could just end the episode here, but I do like demonstrations. I do like to show the people this is perfect, and here's why. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over some old, already adjudged cases, and we shall re-adjudge them ourselves (laughs) using this new system. Now, the old outcomes, guilty, not guilty, bad, dumb, get out of here, flush them down the toilet. Take a hike. They are now leaching into our drinking water. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What we are going to do, now that that's gotten rid of, uh, we we have three categories. See, that was was one of the big problems. Like, only two. There's three. That's an improvement. Three and only three. Nobody likes a bicorn hat. Give me the tricorn hat. Give me those three corns, bitches. Yes. I have a good <laughs> feeling this is going to also represent how grades uh, were handed out in middle school. We'll see. Uh, the three options. And the thing is, what makes it perfect is that they can, is that every single case can boil down to one and only one of these. Mm. these. There's no overlap at all, and they cover the whole gamut. First option, it was a victimless crime. Second option, everyone else was doing it. And third option, they had it coming. So we're going to look over some old cases and determine, was it a victimless crime? Was everyone else doing it? Or did they have it coming? Okay, this this differs slightly from what I thought we were going to with the check, check Mm. plus, check minus system. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, there's a check. It was a victimless crime. Everyone else was doing it. They had it coming. Yes, those are three new options. Get used to them. Should we calibrate ourselves on like an OJ or a Nuremberg trial or... Mm, I mean, those are pretty cut and dried, right? Everyone else is doing it. (laughs) Was that Nuremberg? (laughs) Everyone else was doing it. Yes. Yes. 100%. Literally was the argument. And uh, OJ, they had it coming. OJ, they had it coming. (laughs) Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It works. The scales, this are, works. the tri scales, this of works. Justice See, are balanced. The, perfectly. the only, the only uh, drawback here is that we're gonna have to have sculptors put a third scale being held by the blind lady, the blindfolded mm-hmm. lady outside mm-hmm. of every courthouse. But once that's done, you know, replace the whole thing. Get the three yeah. boob lady from Total Recall to have three scales. Also, <laughs> just wanna. Just wanna way, that's just job creation. Three boob lady. Think of all the jobs you just created there, yes. Grant. Sculptors are for mm-hmm. hire. You're welcome. Uh, goodbye recession. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I went to the Wikipedia page, list of American federal politicians convicted of crimes for mm. our first case. In 1798, Matthew Lyon, a Democratic Republican of Kentucky, wig, became... Wig, 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 Sorry. <laughs> they didn't exist yet. Uh, the first congressman to be recommended for censure after spitting on Roger Griswold, a Federalist from Connecticut. <laughs> Now, this censure failed to pass, so that is not what we will be judging. Uh, Separately, he was found guilty of violating the Alien and Sedition Acts and sentenced to four months in jail, during which time he was reelected. Okay. Reelected from jail? In jail, yes. He was reelected, yes. Then everyone else was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He spit on that stupid Federalist? Mm Mm-hmm. I say, they had it coming. He had it coming. I'm with you there, like... You, the obvious right party was Democratic Republican. It's best of both worlds. <laughs> it's got worlds. both of them. It's got them all in there. And this son of a bitch, Federalist. What even is they that? Had it coming. Federalist. <laughs> I can get behind. I can see how you guys would go for they had it coming, but uh, it's the fact that uh, 
from jail, uh, he won uh, an election. So uh, I'm saying uh, that's the most pol- political thing to do is be uh, an openly criminal politician. Yes. So everyone else was doing it. <laughs> that's, You're not that wrong. is a fair judgment. Our tribunal of judges, however, votes two to one in favor of they had it coming. So Roger Griswold, you had it coming. Uh, those aliens in those Griswold, dishes, uh, whatever he did to you, you had it coming. Uh, our next case comes from the Wikipedia page, Crimes Involving Radioactive Substances. <laughs> There's a page. Uh, our, uh, our naughty little boy here, uh, Johannes M., mm. was convicted of attempting to poison his ex-wife in 2001 with plutonium stolen from W.A.K., the Wiederaufbereitungsanlage Karlsruhe, a small-scale uh, reprocessing plant where he worked. He did not oh, steal. So <laughs> he did not <laughs> steal a large amount of plutonium. Only uh-huh. rags used for wiping surfaces and a small amount of liquid waste. At least two people besides the criminal were contaminated by the plutonium, and two flats in Landau and the Rhineland Palatinate were contaminated and had to be cleaned at a cost of two million euro. Now, for those of you who don't speak German, euro is the German word for dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we think? So you're saying that he got only, like, residue and mm. uh, some rags and stuff. This was yes. a victimless crime. <laughs> they were going to throw that away. They were. I mean. Okay, when you said plutonium juice, I'm like, is this, like, the wetness <laughs> at the bottom of the plutonium trash can? Or is this, like, honey, guess what? I got fresh squeezed. It's a, if you take the plutonium rods out of the fridge, the condensation that appears on the plastic container mm. inside, that's the plutonium mm. juice. Got it, got it. I'm with Ben. It's victimless. Like, they, they it's already, he, he's basically recycling, right? That's they're, true. They're going to just throw this shit away? Let, let's, let's reuse. This is right? green. He's just. Just like the yeah. plutonium rods. They're literally glowing yes. green. <laughs> what could be greener? Also, this is a victimless <laughs> crime because it happened in Karlsruhe and and fuck Karlsruhe's SC, their stupid football club, because I'm 100% a supporter of VFB Stuttgart, baby. <laughs> Stuttgart, oh Stuttgart. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of song. They probably have a song. You know they have a song. They have all kinds of songs. Now, Ben, I will need to remind you, mm. one and only one outcome of this. You can't both I, I already, be a victim. I already victimless crimed. Okay, I already, but it's then it's only that. It can't be the other one. It's just because they I all... also said, I, I'm just saying it's not just... A victimless crime because they, it was just using waste. It's also because Karlsruhe is not the real Okay, people. I thought you were saying they had it coming, but no, okay, okay. Fine. No, okay, it's a victimless okay. crime because Karlsruhe people aren't even victims. They suck. Yeah, with their stupid soccer club, Karlsruhe yes. SC. Piece of shit. As a man who uh, uh, picks up trash all the time, and there's a fine line between whether those keys were in the car when I took it. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long, mm-hmm. of a, how long he threw his car away while he ran inside and said, just a moment. <laughs> So, uh, uh, again, like me, uh, this is a victimless crime. Uh, that is three nothing in favor of victimless crime. Uh, that's a gavel right there. That was not my, uh, my computer chair armrest. That was a gavel. That was a gavel. You heard it. That was the sound of justice. Mm-hmm. That's the sound of justice ringing through these American hallways that are somehow <laughs> judging a German uh, nuclear criminal. So, you got lucky this time, Johannes M. Uh, mm-hmm. Our next case, our next several cases, actually comes from the article, List of Crimes Involving a Silicone Mask. Yes, there is an article collecting all of the many various crimes involving 
a silicone mask. Specifically silicone. Silicone. Mm, if there are got, many other uh, articles for different types of plastic. Plastic mask. We don't, yeah, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Silicone. Uh, the case involving uh, Gilbert Chickley and Anthony Lesarevich, they wore a silicone mask to impersonate French Defense Minister Jean-Yves Le Drian. In this disguise, he and several others uh, contacted politicians, business figures, and large organizations across the world over Skype, claiming that France was gathering ransom money in secret <laughs> to free journalists being held in hostage in the Middle East by Islamist terrorists. Scamming mm. at least 55 million euro, or dollars, out of the three victims being caught. I say everyone else was doing it. <laughs> yeah. I get scam texts all the time. Right. Like, they're just doing it better. Oh, you know, they're right. like, you know, putting a little fun into it and wearing a mask. There's like, no difference between this and someone asking if about my car's extended warranty that they've been trying to reach me about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. They might as well be wearing yeah. a silicone mask at that point. Why do you think right. they make so many silicone masks with the defense minister? Everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. If they didn't make the mask, what are, what what are, what are you supposed to do with the with a silicone mask of French defense <laughs> minister Jean-Yves oh, Le Drian, other yeah. than impersonate him to scam money out of fools? Right. right. Hey, this is France on the phone. How's it going? Uh, yeah, France needs. We're hard up. We need a couple couple euro. Can you give us a couple euro? On the download, don't tell anyone. I hope he didn't speak huh. French. You do not sound French, but uh, you have a mask on you look like uh, the defense <laughs> yeah. minister. He's like, we will itchy wire underneath his mask. Oh, sorry, my yeah. face is really itchy. <laughs> he pulls it up a bit to drink and puts it back <laughs> yeah, There's no holes in these things. <laughs> the mouth doesn't move enough to get a good sip of my brewski. We find mm-hmm. it strange that your beard comes from underneath your neck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have put it on over the beard, but, uh, you know. Nonetheless, here are your euros. Mm -hmm. Why are you wearing elastic band around head? What is elastic band keeping on? Oh, face. Oh, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. People, why are you some money? Wait. Will you spend this money on Karlsruhe's soccer club? (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) Okay, so that, obviously, everyone else is doing it. Everyone else Everyone was doing else it. Was doing Everyone else was doing it. What's he supposed to do? Everyone else was doing it. Everyone was doing it. So, <laughs> next case. Drug Lord Clavino da Silva. He had his 19-year-old daughter visit him in prison. In a bid to escape, he wore a silicone mask to look like her, plus a wig and her clothing, and tried to sneak out, leaving her behind. Blood daughter or adopted? Because we're leaning towards victimless here. <laughs> Doesn't say. I say they had it coming. Why did she go into a prison in the first place if she yeah. did not have some sort of expectation of spending a certain amount of time there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. amount of time? Who knows? But obviously some Who's amount. Say? She entered it willingly. I would never go into a prison. I'm not stupid. He didn't force her there. No, Dad, I brought you that escape kit for one. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) So we're both going to walk out and it's going to look like there's two of me, right? (laughs) Give me one minute. I'm going to go say goodbye to some friends, but I do it on the dashboard of my car. I'll just get away with it. My friend, they're they're outside the gate, so just let me go out there. Just quick little uh, goodbye. And I say goodbye to them by uh, turning my car on and remembering the engine. So <laughs> it's, it's just our thing. It's our thing that we do. All right. Why does a mask exist of his daughter yeah. if everyone weren't doing it? <laughs> I say everyone else is doing it. 
She's probably some kind of Brazilian singing sensation. Why a sensation, silicone mask imagine. exists of her? <laughs> I mean, she's a Brazilian teenager, so I assume she's a singing sensation. So Come on. Don't have the, don't be a singing sensation if you don't want those silicone masks being made yeah, of you. Oh, my God. Victimless so, crime. Everyone's doing it. Victimless crime. Matt, what was your judgment? They had it coming. They had it coming. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Got a hung jury here. <laughs> you got a royal sampler. Yeah. What do we do in this case? I don't know. It turns out uh, that we do nothing. So... That's uh, that's the perfect option. That's get out yes, of here. It's, get out of here. Just don't do it again. That, that, so, yeah. Don't do this it again. Is, so a lot of people don't know this, Grant, but this is what happens when the Supreme, you hear like, oh, the Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Mm. It, this is, you know, we decline. We we have voted. Uh, we heard it. All the, we, the, the we scales were able are balanced. We figured it out, and so we just and said. And we decline. We didn't we hear decline. it. No, <laughs> we decline. No thanks. We decline. Yes. Yes. And w- when the Supreme Court does Pass. that, little known fact, they do go through with the trial, but the Supreme, the justices just poke their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, it'd be unfair. Exactly. Just be rude. So. Good point. They came all that way to Washington. All you the way to, at least to Washington. At least, you know, let them in the courtroom, take some pictures. So uh, our next case, <laughs> Conrad Zirak. Some kind of, I don't know what the... Conrad Smith, a white man who used a mask he bought from SPFX masks to appear as a black man and committed robberies in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hmm. Now, there was a black man who was uh, falsely arrested because of this. Uh, I don't know if that will affect your judgment of whether it's a victim's crime. In Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, he could have worn a white mask and they still would have arrested (laughs) several black men over the crime. Also in most uh, American cities, but uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Anytime we're talking about the American justice system and race, I'm going to say everybody's doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was on a similar thread, but I was going to say victimless. Like, show me one (laughs) black person who's been the, you know, the the wrong end of the American justice. There's no victims here. There are no victims. They eventually caught the guy and let the other guy go, eventually. So? Yes, so he's, so he's where's spent, the victim? He, he has an arrest record and he spent some time, you know, in prison. Like, where's he's a, the Let victim? him go. There are no victims. None. Look, again, why do they have the masks? <laughs> why do they have the masks? Everyone was doing it. <laughs> They're selling these masks. Everybody's putting them on trying to rob banks. Everybody well, was doing it. <laughs> you, what's that? What's that? you heard it here. You're going to single me out? Single me out? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's not fair. Just because you know I was committing a crime doesn't mean that I should be punished for it if other people were doing it as well. We vote two to one. Everyone else is doing it. So move on to the next case. Benoit Constant, a black man in his 20s who used a mask to appear as an elderly white man to rob banks in North Carolina. Hmm. That's insidious right there. <laughs> That's insidious. Do we have an option just for locking him up, Grant? Because I'm, I'm kind of, that turns my stomach. That there, well, there are that. three options, and you have to pick one. Those, That's the way it works. Impersonating and as I said, a white man? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crime of impersonating a white man is probably you had it coming in uh, now, this the, justice The system. very brief summary I read did not say if a white man was accidentally arrested uh, in this case. <laughs> That's just God, it. It doesn't mean that not. it didn't happen. The That's so just it. Say. So the statistics could be through the roof. They a could white be, guy for all we know. would never be convicted in a court of law in this country. Come on. This was a victimless crime. What, are they going to okay. haul in that old man? And they're going to go, get the fuck out of here. We know you didn't do any crimes. Come on. <laughs> Come you on. scamp. We know it wasn't you. 
You know, it wasn't you. It's like if you were a Mickey Mouse crime, they're gonna arrest Mickey Mouse. Come on, get out of here. Victimless crime. Yeah, Ben, Justice Ben makes a good argument that, like, at the end of the day, we should all be able to wear white people masks and commit crimes because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no one's getting arrested. We all go home yes. happily. So, and who yeah, doesn't want to be a white guy? Come on. Gory, what, you, you ever... I said uh, the, since it was against a white man and that he had it coming. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we vote uh, two to one in favor of victimless crime. So we are moving on. To the uh, Wikipedia article, Crime in Antarctica. Mm. Uh, in 1959, uh, the Vostok Station, then a Soviet research station in Princess Elizabeth Land, uh, was the scene of a fight <laughs> between two scientists over a game of chess. When one yes. of them lost the game, he became so enraged that he attacked the other with an ice axe. According to some sources, it was a murder, though other sources say that the attack was not fatal. After a KGB investigation, <laughs> chess games were banned at the Soviet Antarctic Station. <laughs> So, <laughs> we aren't sure if he died or not. He, he may, was taken to a hospital, pronounced that dead. He was taken to a better rat. hospital, upgraded to... <laughs> upgraded so, to alive, yes, after transferred to the American base. Then, where, yes. then I'm going victimless. We don't even know if, if the person <laughs> lived or died. Is there a victim here? There's, we don't even That's know. a good point. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, however, uh, I played chess. I have never murdered or even brandished any uh, uh, an ice axe at anyone. <laughs> wow. Um, you never really played chess. You're doing then. it wrong. You didn't play competitively, say, at least. Hey, exactly. Look, he had it coming. There, you, mm. you don't get out the ice axe if he didn't fucking have it coming. He, know what he, he knew what he did. <laughs> he had it coming. Uh, everything I know, uh, all, the, all the evidence presented to me through this story, uh, the, everything I know about the Antarctic comes from this story and watching The Thing. Yes. So, yes. um, uh, turning on each you. other, uh, with, uh, with weapons in the Antarctic, I'm going to go with everybody's doing it. <laughs> Fair and wise judgment. Uh, unfortunately it means we are once again a hung jury, ladies, and so we will have to <laughs> plug our ears, uh, nice. retroactively and pretend that we did not hear this case. Uh, la la la. Get la la la. Here. I cannot hear you. Oye, oye, la 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 la. Uh, <laughs> our next case... Uh, the Almirante Brown Station is an Argentine research station located on the Cautri Peninsula by Paradise Harbor. The station's original facilities were burned down by the station's leader and doctor on April 12, 1984, after he was ordered to stay for the winter. <laughs> the station personnel were rescued by the ship Hero and taken to Palmer Station, an American research station on Anvers Island, so anyone who might have been a victim was taken, they were rescued... Come on. Oh, you want me to stay in that station over there? Well, it doesn't exist now because I burn it down. Now take me back. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to interpret the law in a new way here. So I'm going to, this is some new jurisprudence. from the bench here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the judgment is everyone else was doing it. Now, it's true. While it is true, only he was doing it. <laughs> Everyone else, if ordered to spend the next winter in Antarctica, would have done that. <laughs> Therefore, everyone else was doing it. Fair. That makes sense. Again, building off uh, my knowledge of uh, icy places, uh, you turn on each other and it ends in fire. Everybody's doing it. I I respect those I respect those judgments. I. I'm going to dissent uh, in the minority here. Uh, as Grant already said, this was victimless. Unless 
they made him stay the winter in the burnt down rubble, uh, <laughs> then it is victimless if they all were allowed to get on the boat and go back home. Uh, fair, and I, I appreciate the dissenting opinion, uh, but we have decided everyone else was doing it. So our third and finally Antarctic uh, crime case here. Uh, on October 9th, 2018, a stabbing occurred at the Bellingshausen Station, a Russian research station on King George Island. The perpetrator was Sergei Savitsky, a 54-year-old electrical engineer. He stabbed Oleg Belogozov, a 52-year-old welder, in the chest multiple times. According <laughs> to some sources, the attack occurred because Belogozov was giving away the endings of books that Savitsky checked out at the station's library. <laughs> Other sources say that the attack occurred in the dining room when Belogozov teased Savitsky by telling him that he should dance on top of the table to make money. Both accounts say that Savitsky was believed to be intoxicated at the time of the attack. Belogozov had it coming. Those are both uh, murderable offenses. Mm-hmm. You, uh, look, you're stuck in Antarctica. There's a, there's a set of rules that we all have to agree to live by. We are too far away to get away from each other. Uh, he had it coming. This is a clue situation because there's a, there's a murder, there's a library, there's a dining room. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a game. How can that be bad? It's a game. I'm with, I, I concur with a slightly different variation in that mm. they had it coming in that anyone who is meant to spend a prolonged period in an Antarctic winter of, of 24 hours of darkness, uh, they all had it coming. Like, the fact that anyone survives should be celebrated as a miracle. Like, they all had it coming. Fair enough. Like, that's par for the course. Like, someone uh, <laughs> ruins the ending of a book and you stab them in the chest. Like, that's par for the course. Think of an annoying person that you know from school or work or mm. whatever. And then, and you know that they have these habits. And someone goes, yeah, they're going to go be isolated with a group of people in Antarctica. And you're just like, they're dead. <laughs> right? <laughs> right them up now. I mean, come on. They, they, there's no way they should be with a group of people in that situation. They fucking had it coming. How surrounded by instant death for how long do you need to be before some guy ruining all your entertainment for like the next six months yeah. gets old real quick? And also, yeah. do you think he knew all the endings of all the books? Or was just like, oh, is that Russian? They're miserable and all die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, the tribunal finds uh, in favor of... They had it coming. Uh, move on to our final list here. Uh, list of professional sports people convicted of crimes. This list was enormous. Uh, we will be taking very small, selected uh, samples here. Wait, 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 wait. There was more than one NBA person convicted of there possession are subsections of marijuana? For every sport. There's a subsection for canoeing and darts. And there's a... <laughs> yes. So, All right. we'll start with classic 70s basketball player Marvin Bad News Barnes. Uh, <laughs> Barnes' nickname Bad News was derived from his frequent off-court problems, which began when he was a senior at Central High School. He was part of a gang that attempted to rob a bus. Barnes was quickly identified as he was wearing his state championship jacket with his name embroidered on it. <laughs> his case was handled by the juvenile justice system. In 1972, while playing center for Providence College, Barnes attacked a teammate with a tire iron. All right. In the case of trying to rob a bus, that's a victimless crime. A bus is not a mm -hmm. person. Bus is not a person. <laughs> this is before the controversial Supreme Court ruling that buses are people. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It predates that. Buses United. <laughs> yes. 
I c- concur on that case. Let's. Yes. I think we can all agree. Oh, buses yeah. are not people. Victimless crime. Gavel sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, attacking a teammate with the tire iron. What What year was that? 1972. All right, everybody, from what I can tell from watching movies, everybody was attacking everybody with tire irons in the streets <laughs> at that time. That mm-hmm. was everybody was doing it. Why would movies lie? Yeah, they never have yet. They're, what what motive? What motive do movies have to lie? <laughs> yeah, where's the motive? <laughs> Find the motive. Uh, also, possession is nine tenths of a law. Name a movie that has a lie that possesses a lie. There isn't one. And he possessed a, a tire iron mm-hmm. that gives him nine tenth of the. It was uh, his tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is he supposed to do not use it? Victimless. Corey? This tire iron's about to own the space where your teeth were. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is he had it coming. Uh, through and through. I mean, mm-hmm. his, what was his name? Like, drinking tire iron Jim again? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they probably had a dumb nickname. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so Corey says he has it coming. Ben and Matt both said that uh, uh, everyone, was, everyone doing was doing it, right? So... Now, here's the thing, though, Grant, as, as justice actually works, I meant to say everyone else was doing it. I actually said victimless, and there's no take backsies, so... Yeah, that's, the, that's also we, a law. No backsies. Right. Uh, Zap Brannigan said that, so... In my defense, I will highlight and point out that he wore his identifying clothing to a crime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's exactly... That's the last thing you'd expect someone to do, though. That was when he tried to rob a bus. It's not even a person. Victimless mm-hmm. crime. Bus isn't a person, so. You can wear whatever you want to a bus. <laughs> I tried to rob a bus. Put your stop sign out and ha- hand me all your Lunchables. <laughs> yeah, put your stop sign out. That's hand the equivalent of, of raising your hands. <laughs> Give me all your puke sawdust. Now. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, due to uh, Matt's improprieties, uh, which hey, that just goes hand in hand with justice, so uh, we are once again a hung jury. So... Moving on, having not listened to that one, uh, <laughs> baseball player Jimmy Sheckard. In 1942, uh, he was a former Chicago Cubs outfielder who was sentenced to 30 days in jail and fined 10 whole American dollars, or euros Oof. in Germany, on charges of selling lottery tickets. What? I don't know what that means or how it's a crime, but that's that 30 days in jail and $10 for selling lottery tickets. I tell you what, whenever that happens, you were... You, this is Al Capone on his tax uh, records. Like, he, you were doing something quite, way crazier, <laughs> and this is all they can pin on you. So I'm saying victimless crime. Fair enough. Again, I'm going to concur with a slight variation that uh, it's it's definitely uh, victimless, but I'm just – if, if his crime is the lottery, the lottery is victimless, right? Like, there is no one or no – uh, class or group of people in our country who are hurt by the legalized government monopoly of gambling, which is the lottery. No one is hurt by it. Uh, all, all that we get is, you know, fun games, the thrill of the chase, and some some people make it big, so it's victimless. Yeah. He's basically making people rich. I agree with Matt 100%. Mm-hmm. This is a victimless crime. Making dreams come true? Come on. Yeah. Uh, well, that's open and shut case. Uh, we can move on to Albert J. Cozy Dolan. Uh, who in 1931, he pleaded guilty to selling and possessing intoxicating liquor and was sentenced to 15 days in jail. This is in Prohibition. Oh, okay, Prohibition. Well, everyone, everyone was, was doing, doing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Again, if the movies I have watched lead me to... <laughs> From what I understand of Prohibition, it was basically like going, the sun is never coming out again, everybody. The sun is... Set forever! Set for good now! 
And everyone just said, yep. Yeah, <laughs> What's so that thing behind you? Set. Well, we just ignore it then. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, hey, son, 15 days in jail. Came out again. Mm-hmm. He's racking uh, up a mighty fine. That's a quick one. Uh, move on to uh, Sally McNeil, who uh, strangely nicknamed herself Killer McNeil during her career, uh, is an American former professional bodybuilder who, on March 19, 1996, was convicted of second-degree murder in the 1995 Valentine's Day shooting death of her husband and fellow bodybuilder Ray McNeil. She shot him twice with a shotgun in the kitchen and allegedly had to return to the bedroom to reload between shots. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know where we were going to go with this. Mm -hmm. When she reloaded, he had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like, bam, in the heat of passion. He apparently did cheat on her a whole lot over and over again, so... That's a victimless crime. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That's, but, true. that's true. But it wasn't just in the heat of the moment. See, that would be like, I'm so mad at you for cheating, bam, and then it'd be like, oh, what have I done? No, she went and reloaded. He did a whole bunch of other stuff no one talks about. He had it coming. Well, it is alleged that she did this for insurance money because she knew he was going to break up with him. Why would he have gotten such an insurance if he didn't have it? He, why would he get in a life insurance policy on himself if he didn't want her to kill him? He had it, he had it coming. <laughs> All right, yeah. I rest. Corey? Ben, ben put it nicely, or maybe maybe you said it. Uh, cheating is a victimless crime. Mm-hmm. Getting caught Obviously. cheating is the opposite mm. of a victimless crime. Um, victims get involved real quick. <laughs> uh, and, Fair then, and then after a lot of shouting and blood, the uh, people involved in that victim incident, they reload uh, after, <laughs> after having to go scratch up another bullet. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, he had it coming. I'm going to, again, agree like that he had it coming if she... I think we can put the pieces together here. He, she shoots him. You said, under oath, might I add you, Grant, no, that, she had to go, <laughs> that she had to go back to the bedroom to reload. Mm-hmm. Why did she need to go back to the bedroom? Clearly he was chasing after her or lunging or spraying blood all over her. For some... Her nice he had it tile. coming if she had to protect herself... To go back to the bedroom to load again. Uh, so clearly, you know, she is the victim, and he had it coming. Now, I in that ruling, though, I do just want to point out for the for the people who are listening to the details here, for the discerning listener, she shot him in the chest twice with a shotgun and yes. was convicted of second, second degree, degree murder. murder. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I am I not exactly sure that. what first degree yeah, murder what is, but. <laughs> What do you got to do? But <laughs> second degree, uh, he had it coming. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a uh, that's a universal judgment right there. He had it coming. And we'll move on to our final criminal, though not our final crime. Uh, Jack Molinas was an American professional basketball player in the 50s and a key figure in one of the most wide-reaching point-shaving scandals in college basketball. The gambling ring went on from 1957 to 1960 and involved 50 players from 27 colleges. So, point-shaving in college basketball in the 50s. Uh, not knowing what any of those things are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh... At the risk of informing you, uh, I would hate for our justices <laughs> to be informed, but point-shaving is when you pay someone to essentially play poorly. And in basketball, it's especially easy because you can just sort of miss shots. Oh, yeah, because you're then, the one aiming, then people can, right? And then no, people I get can, it now. Uh, I see against, how it, yeah. So, yeah, the kid aiming and making the shot could do a bad job of it for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said, you said like 50 times, everyone's doing it. 
<laughs> 50 players from yeah, 27 different colleges. It. Yeah, everyone's doing it. I, I agree. This was uh, uh, the olden times, and now the modern era is all cleaned up, so therefore everyone is doing it. Mm-hmm. If the modern era is clean, that modern means it wasn't clean. in the past. Uh, I rest my case. This is logically sound. That's everyone perfectly logically it. sound. Well, I actually take a different spin, same result. I, I was leaning towards victimless because we're talking about gambling. Yes. And, again, just like the lottery, <laughs> when we're talking about gambling, there are no victims. None. It's a None fun game, see. and no one's going to lose their knuckles. Uh, <laughs> but to the point of everyone's doing it, everyone's gambling. And nowadays, all that shit's up front. Like ESPN's putting the odds, the gambling odds, half the show, like almost half of sports media is about like who you should bet on and what parlays you should make. And mm-hmm. everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. They were just ahead of their time. That's true. Mm-hmm. They were pioneers. He was a visionary. Yeah. He should be a statue. <sighs> are you going to punish the pioneers for going on the Oregon Trail? Can you imagine Asshole. if he no. had a podcast back then and he had the inside bet, inside track because he was fixing the games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so That's why they call it fixing. It makes it better. So we all agree. <laughs> hey, uh, it was broken and he fixed it. <laughs> we all agree. Yeah, it can't be anything bad about that. Uh, we all agree. Everyone else is doing it. Uh, so that was in the 50s. In 1973, uh, in this one I found curious and uh, now wikipedia uh cites many sources and you can check out their sources and there's uh, many articles are quite well written this one had no sources uh 1973 authorities arrested and charged him with interstate shipment of pornography <laughs> mm. it was due to stand trial on those charges at the time of his death but uh shipment interstate shipment of pornography uh, that sounds that like a, a new victimless one. crime. Quite honestly, Grant, that that is a classic. Uh, we're gonna try to fuck somebody that we don't like. That w- that was classically used for stuff like that because pornography is at the discretion of you know what the law is like. I don't know or I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. So, he so had, that that really was like a classic. Like we're gonna try and to and it's get like you. well he knows we know he's a mobster. Oh, by the way, he's uh, definitely involved with the mob. But, oh, yeah, we, he's a mobster. Yeah, we well, know he's a victimless crime. Like, he's involved with that kind of stuff, and this is all we have. Yeah, they have. A, he has a picture of you know some pinup lady from the forties, and ah, you drove across the state line, and okay, mm-hmm. okay, victimless crime. He's a mobster. He's a victimless crime. I'm hoping he had a like uh, a snowman and uh, the Smokey like running a truckload. Of porn to Texarkana. <laughs> Texarkana. I hope it was as accurate as can be. It was a shipment of yes. pornography. <laughs> I assume everything is shipped from Texarkana. All things. Yeah, grainy, grainy black and white books of ladies with stars over their nipples and pens that when you turn them upside down, you could see boobs underneath the bikini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but case and caseloads. Yes. You an entire semi truck. Yes. Exactly. There was an entire convoy of smut headed across state lines. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, finally, at 2 a.m. on August 3rd, 1973, at the age of 43, uh, he was killed while standing in his backyard in Los Angeles. Uh, the gunman fired five shots while standing in his neighbor's yard using a long-barreled pistol steadied on the fence. Police did not rule out a mob-related murder. <laughs> so, <laughs> Grant, must crime, everyone else is doing it. 
Yeah. Not not ruling out a mob murder in that situation is the same thing as not ruling out that there may be pizza sauce at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, <laughs> we may find some. Well, if we're talking about whether charging him or not, I mean, that would have been victimless. But uh, I say, yeah, probably at that time he had it coming. It's just a crime involving him. Yeah, he had it coming. Yeah, you'd say that to the, I'd say that directly to the jury. Why would he fire these five shots and take all the trouble to do this if he didn't yeah. have it coming. He you wasn't know how doing much it for bullets fun. are? He wasn't doing five? it for Five? One, maybe. Five. Five, five bullets. Oh, he had it coming. Maybe if you were the king of England, you could yeah. afford five entire bullets. But yes, yeah, so very clear. He had it coming. Uh, and next time you're arrested, little Captain Travis, look forward to using this fun system. Now you'll know you'll have a leg up uh, when you get to court next time. So good for you. That's legal advice, and last I checked, it didn't cost you a dime. Didn't cost you one thin dime. Well, little Captain Travis, uh, why don't you uh, email us a topic? Everyone else is doing it. Um, <laughs> you can do that by emailing us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And to see some great anti Carl's Rui SC content, <laughs> look, they have it coming. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, the most victimless place on the internet is Twitter. You can say whatever you want, and it will cause no repercussions in the world. Never been a single victim. And therefore, follow us and reply and say whatever word you want to say by following us on Twitter. We're at FreeLegalPod. Yeah, and if you like the show, send us a shipment of smut. Send us a big hole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Not across, across state, state lines. lines. Press- oh, 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 hey. no. We don't want, no, we don't no, want no, them no. to get arrested. Oh, no. okay, okay. I'm but saying do skirt- send us a semi-truck yes. full of smut. Do that. Anyway, big thing is send us porn. Yeah. More, please. <laughs> I know you've been doing some, but we need more. Yeah, you've been doing... <laughs> been sending a moderate amount, but more porn, please. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 142. If I could add one ability to Mario from uh, anywhere in the NES universe, uh, it would be the princess's ability to fly. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings Mario's total list of abilities up to one. (laughs) Oh, they'll have to change his Wikipedia entry when it says he has no outstanding abilities. It also <laughs> says he's not bad and he's acceptable in any situation. <laughs> God damn it, I really was not counting on you having the internet. <laughs> yep. Since when is this accessible to everyone? <laughs> I'm firing my researcher. All right, the princess, what, uh, what skill would you add? Uh, well, I feel like the ability to cast rub and murder your enemies would be pretty good. So she doesn't even have to like pick them up and throw them. Just cast rub. Everyone knows you rub it. Boom. Dead. Mm-hmm. Instant death. Uh, I believe rub is from the Latin for kill. Uh, Rubus. So at that point, you're probably not going to need that uh, fly power, are you? Oh, no, I will. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to use it to tool around. Just fuck around and... Pick a level, fuck around in it. Not really going to use it, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not going to fly and murder at the same time. Come on, Matt. <laughs> yeah. That's what clouds do. Think about it. They're flying That's murders. Why. Mm-hmm. Look at them up there. Just uh, I've always thought that. Clouds yeah, are yeah. flying murderers. Yeah. I have since Ben said it.
Yep. <laughs> Since the dawn of time, man has feared and trembled in the wake of the flying murder clouds. Oh, uh, cloud. Turn internet over.